It's time to eat. What are you hungry for? Sit down and get ready to consume an abundance of fantasy football knowledge from Ross Tucker and Joe Dolan. Feed me now! I'm starving! On the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast. Yeah, let's eat, baby! It is the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast presented by DraftKings, the show that's so nice, we do it twice. A little bit later this week. As episode two will drop in your podcast app after midnight on Friday. Still plenty of time to set your lineups both for season long or for DFS. Not a whole lot of season. If you're playing season long, congratulations. You're in the championship. But a lot of you can or should be playing DFS over at DraftKings. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years. I think most of you already know that. At Ross Tucker NFL on social media. He is the master of all he oversees over at FantasyPoints.com where you use the code 21FEAST because they've already got a ridiculous deal going, Joe. Oh, we do. We're already 30% off for the 2022 season. Um, And by the way, that includes the rest of the 2021 season. So if you want to play some playoff contests, get in on some playoff betting content, um, it's a great time to go, and it's 30% off. So I don't understand why we do it this way. It's kind of stupid. You get more for 30% less, and then you can put the code on top of that? I don't know. Seems like our marketing department screwed up somewhere, but that's the way it is. You get you get the rest of this year, including playoffs, all of next year, and that includes all of our NFL draft content, uh, stuff like that at the website. You know, Greg Cosell is going to be posting his NFL draft guide with the scouting reports. It's going to be great. Um, looking forward to 2022. Absolutely, man. Should be awesome. Check out Joe on social media at FG underscore Dolan. We'll start with the late games. Kind of an interesting one, Joe. The Texans at the Niners. Davis Mills, man. I mean, like, I don't think it's going to excite Texan fans if you say, hey, he's going to be the starter going into next year, but... It's not a great draft for quarterbacks, and, you know, uh, we'll see. about. I mean, they might have the hottest – they already have the hottest free agent uh, – the hottest trade market quarterback on their entire roster, and he doesn't want to play for him. So, uh, he's starting to play all right. And Brandon Cooks is back from the COVID list. Um, the, 40, uh, the 49ers could not guard A.J. Brown last week, so I really like um, uh, Brandon Cooks this week. Rex Burkhead. Out of nowhere, 28.9 fantasy points per game last week. Uh, last week, David Johnson's been out of the lineup. Um, the 49ers are giving up just 3.8 yards per carry to running backs this week, though. Tennessee uh, did not have a great week. I, I, I would not anticipate Rex Burkhead repeating his success this week, Ross, but I really like Brandon Cooks in this matchup. Interesting. Niners? Well... Kyle Shanahan, how many times have we heard this guy say, well, you know, this guy's got a chance to play. Oh, Elijah Mitchell on the finger. Oh, he's going to play. Oh, Jimmy Garoppolo, he's got, oh, he's going to play. Well, now Jimmy Garoppolo has a torn UCL and a chipped bone in his throwing thumb. Okay, that, that, that's the injury. Oh, he's got a chance to play. Didn't practice on Wednesday. I asked our injury expert at fantasypoints.com, Ross. I said, Edwin. What do you think of this? Does Jimmy Garoppolo have a chance to play? Let's just say this. His response included a very scientific four-letter word, followed by the word no. 
That's that is his that is his official analysis. I am operating under the assumption that Trey Lance is going to be the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers in this game. Now, I do think Trey Lance being the starter hurts somebody like George Kittle, um, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel as a receiver because you anticipate this is going to be a much less accurate, lower volume passing game. But I do kind of like Trey Lance if you need a quarterback. He is somebody who averaged 77 rushing yards per game and 13.3 rushing fantasy points per game in college. So we know he can run. Through six quarters of play, he's averaging 22.6 fantasy points per four quarters. Then he's averaging more rushing yards and more rushing yards per game than Lamar Jackson. And 22.6 fantasy points would rank behind only Josh Allen and Justin Herbert. It's a fine matchup against the Texans. I actually think, look, this offseason we were saying, Oh, Trey Lance, in, 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 as your backup quarterback, this guy could be a league winner. On a macro level, that was completely wrong. On a micro level, if you pick him up and start him in week 17, Trey Lance has a chance to win you a fantasy championship. Wow. What a, what a time to be alive. How about Broncos? Looks like it'll be Drew Locke against the Chargers. Yeah, bro, uh, Drew Locke will start and... I got to be honest, I have like absolutely no desire for this passing game whatsoever. It is, Jerry Judy finally showed some signs of life, but how about this from Cortland Sutton? Cortland Sutton, 7.3 fantasy points per game, okay? Tyler Boyd last week, Tyler Boyd, who hasn't been great for fantasy this year, on one play had like nearly double this production. 7.3 fantasy points per game for Cortland Sutton against the Raiders was his most since week nine. While Jerry Judy, the slot receiver, will likely draw a matchup with Chris Harris, who's one of the best in the business. So I am not in any way interested in this passing game as anything but a dart throw. By the way, Tim Patrick is on the COVID list. So there's one more uh, blow to Drew Locke's chances. But the Broncos are going to approach this thing on the ground this week. They are not going to care about last week. Look, last week... um, uh, they uh, Melvin Gordon lost four yards rushing, and Javon Tate-Williams had only 12. But this is a Charger defense that has gotten shredded on the ground all year, and they just got bombed by Rex Burkhead last week. Williams and Gordon, in week 12, combined for 199 yards from scrimmage and a touchdown against the Chargers. Both are RB2s. I prefer Williams because he's been the better player in recent weeks, but both are RB2s, and it's just kind of a toss-up as to who gets in the end zone. It's going to be an interesting game. Mm-hmm. Really, really interesting game. What about on the other side, the Chargers? Yeah, well, the NFL's ever, um, I don't know, I guess you call them evolving or devolving COVID protocols. Last week, Mike Williams tested positive as an unvaccinated player late in the week for COVID-19. Because he's unvaccinated, there was the, the mandatory 10-day protocol. Well, based on when he tested positive, 10 days would take him out for two games. You can drop Mike Williams. Well... The NFL has changed the rules. Mike Williams has got a chance to play this week. Um, and that that might be disappointing if you picked up and started Josh Palmer last week. Um, over his full, two games as a full-time starter, 6.5 targets per game, 54.0 yards per game, 16.5 fantasy points per game. Over the full season, 16.5 fantasy points per game would rank eighth among wide receivers. So Josh Palmer having a nice little season when he's gotten an opportunity. But again, Mike Williams might play in this week. It's not, it's not a great matchup. 
Um, it's certainly not a great matchup for Keenan Allen because Keenan Allen's got a draw with Bryce Callahan, the slot corner of Denver, who's who's one of the best in the business. And the Chargers are also going to get Austin Eckler back from the COVID list. But Eckler is a very honest guy. You want to keep in mind um, his comments this week, Ross, because his comments are going to be super important to understanding what his role is going to be. Last week, he basically was on the, the Yahoo Fantasy Football football show, and he said, I'm not feeling great. Go pick up Justin Jackson. Hope you listened to Austin Eckler, by the way, because Justin Jackson had himself a huge game. Um, Austin Eckler, though, if he plays, I don't think you can sit him. I, I just don't think you can sit him based on his upside. Um, and, and I would anticipate he'll be the starter for the Chargers in a must-win game here as they are now look on the outside looking in of the playoff hunt. The Carolina Panthers, are they another team? I know Darnold's starting. Are they going to play Cam too? Or well, that's no, what they, they said. play the Saints. They said uh, Darnold's starting, but Cam will be ready. I presume that's for red zone packages. Um, yay. Uh, I, I don't know what to say about that. Uh, it's also worth pointing out, DJ Moore, the wide receiver for the Panthers, um, had a good game, a very good game against the, the, the Saints the last time these two teams played back in week two. Um, he had eight for 79 yards receiving. Uh, eight catches for 79 yards and a touchdown. But keep in mind, in that game, Marshawn Lattimore did not play. So I would downgrade DJ Moore based on that. He is a more of a wide receiver three this week. Otherwise, I don't have any interest in the Carolina Panthers. Um, if you play Chuba Hubbard, who is the jaggiest jag who has ever jagged, um, you'd need a touchdown from him against the Saints rush defense, which is very tough. Jaggiest Jag who has ever jagged. Um, that doesn't play for the Jags. Yeah. How about the Saints? Um, uh, the Saints, uh, I think Taysom Hill, um, who's coming off the COVID list, uh, they expect him to play, and I would expect him to start. Um, uh, Carolina is, is a little bit of a tougher matchup, but you know Taysom Hill is going to run. It, you know, it just goes to show you everybody makes fun of Taysom Hill, and, you know, and I think there's some valid reasons for that. But when you saw what Ian Book did last night, it just shows you how even borderline competent quarterback play can take you decently far in the NFL because Ian Book was not that. He was not ready to play last week. Um, no Stephon Gilmore uh, for, the, for the Saints, uh, excuse me, for the Panthers. So if you need a wide receiver, the guy's been Marquez Callaway. He's been somebody who's been putting up numbers. I consider him a wide receiver three this matchup. I don't understand what they're doing in the backfield. Alvin Kamara needs more than 60% of the snaps. Mark Ingram comes in, they trade for Mark Ingram, and all he does is take touches and opportunities away from Alvin Kamara. You have to play Kamara, but I understand. It's been very frustrating. Speaking of frustrating, uh, to me, nothing more frustrating than when you have something going on with your car, like your check engine light, your ABS light, service interval light, whatever it is, and you don't know What's wrong? The free fix finder service at AutoZone will give you possible solutions for your lights, all backed by verified technicians. They even send you your full results in a detailed fix finder report straight to your email. So you'll have all the information you need to take on the fix. And if you need a bit of help from a repair shop, AutoZone will even refer you to a nearby shop that you can trust. It's the most complete free warning light report backed by technician verified fixes. And you can only find it at AutoZone. So next time your dashboard lights pay you a visit, just get in the zone. AutoZone. You should do that with Joe's great singing voice sometime. All right, Joe. 
Lions at the Seahawks. Explain to me how Jared Goff hurt his knee on the COVID list. Go. I don't know. I don't know. He and Aaron Rodgers are hanging out together. Now, apparently, I think Jared Goff is telling you that he did it in their, their last game before. Um, but uh, he, I don't think he practiced. So it's got a shot to be Tim Boyle again. And look, Tim Boyle downgrades this entire offense. However, I'll fully admit, I was excited in one of my dynasty leagues to see Amon St. Brown in my opponent's lineup last week because I knew, not that anything against Amon Ra St. Brown, but I knew Tim Boyle was going to be the quarterback. So I'm, I'm thinking, oh man, Ross, this is this is juicy. Well, what does Amon Ross St. Brown do? He comes out and he goes for nine for 91 and a touchdown. He's seen 11 or more targets and earned at least 73 receiving yards in each of his last four games. And in those four games, he has averaged 22.4 fantasy points per game. Among main slate DFS wide receivers, the only one with more is Cooper Cup. He is going nuts right now. Um, I don't care who's starting at quarterback. You have to play Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, here is the issue. DeAndre Swift is coming back. Uh, the Lions said, I thought they might shut him down for the season. Well, Dan Campbell's come out and said, we're going to shut him down after Green Bay. That's next week's game. Um, I, I would guess they're going to rehab him, get him into the offseason. He says this is a learning experience. Well, Jamal Williams came back from the COVID list last week and was the lead back with 19 for 77 rushing, but he didn't do anything as a receiver. Uh, Craig Reynolds was the swift facsimile um, who had three for 22 receiving. I expect Williams to, again, be the lead back. I really don't think you're going to give uh, DeAndre Swift 20 touches in this game. But with no involvement in the passing game, Williams is a touchdown-dependent flex. Um, meanwhile, Swift could always rotate third-down work with Reynolds. I think he's a high upside flex with a low floor in this matchup against the Seattle Seahawks. Love it. What about the Seattle Seahawks? Oh, boy. Um, it's over, man. Uh, look, I... All due respect to Rashad Penny, who's finally showing, you know, flashes here after, after, I mean, it, it feels like he's been a ghost. Like, oh yeah, Rashad Penny, remember him? But when Rashad Penny is your best offensive player, uh, when you have DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett on your team, when you have Russell Wilson on your team, that's kind of frustrating. Um, Rashad Penny is certainly an RB2 this week. Um Lockett's a wide receiver too. DK Metcalf. He scores a touchdown in a bomb cyclone and then doesn't do anything the rest of the game uh, last week. Gerald Everett has outproduced DK Metcalf uh, in recent weeks. I, I mean, that just goes to show you what's going on. By the way, I like Gerald Everett as a tight end one. But if you have these guys on your fantasy roster, I, I can't say anything poetic to you. I mean, it, it, Tyler Lockett has a huge ceiling. Uh, DK Metcalf theoretically has a huge ceiling. We just haven't seen it since Russell Wilson hurt his finger. Moving on to a game that I don't know what you're going to say about this one, actually. It's the marquee late game matchup. It's the 10 and 5 Arizona Cardinals against the 11 and 4 Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, so um, Arizona now, we, ha we have questions about the availability, and I think Cliff Kingsbury on Wednesday called uh, Rondale Moore and James Conner game-time decisions. Now, you saw, Ross, what happened last week when um, when James Conner wasn't available for Arizona. They didn't have much of a run game, but Chase Edmonds had a massive fantasy day against the, uh, the Colts because he had 8 for 71 receiving, and he also had a rushing touchdown. Chase Edmonds is an RB1 if James Conner cannot play in this game. Uh, obviously, their passing game has struggled without DeAndre Hopkins in recent weeks. A.J. Green has started to look old. Um, he had just one catch last week. So one of the guys who I'm focusing on is Zach Ertz. 
Um, he's a tight end, but 63% of his catches over the last eight weeks have come in the slot for Zach Ertz. So that goes to show you exactly uh, where they're using him. He's essentially a big wide receiver. Among all tight ends, he is fourth best in fantasy points per game since joining the Cardinals. Um, Kyler Murray's playing hurt, and he's still putting up these numbers. I think we can expect a bit more from Zach Ertz moving forward with DeAndre Hopkins out for the remainder of the season. Um, Over the last two weeks without Hopkins, Ertz is averaging 12 targets per game. He has more expected fantasy points over that span, which is basically a usage stat based on his targets and where where they're at, uh, how many points you can expect to score. He has more expected fantasy points than Mark Andrews. Zach Ertz has a chance to put up big numbers in this game. Ooh, I like it. What about the Cowboys? Yeah, the Cowboys finally got off the schneid last week against the football team and and a team that is hopeless right now. Um, I like that the Cowboys came out and focused on getting the ball to Amari Cooper, who had been quiet of late. Um, That was clearly part of their game plan. Um, I think this secondary is starting to collapse for the Cardinals. I like Amari Cooper. I like CeeDee Lamb as wide receiver twos. And I like Michael Gallup as a wide receiver three this week. Ezekiel Elliott is saying all the right things. Quote, this is from Michael Gelkin, who covers the Cowboys. Quote, I'm very encouraged by the direction it's going, meaning his knee. I feel more explosive. I can tell I feel faster. I can tell there's more stability. If I keep progressing by playoffs, I think I'll be close to 100%. Now they're still mixing in Tony Pollard. But Elliott is doing enough in the red zone and near the goal line to justify using him as an RB1 because there's not a whole lot of options there. And Dak Prescott, after last week's game, I'm firing him up as a quarterback one in this matchup. Dallas still has a decent shot at the number one overall seed in the NFC. They sure do. How about the Vikings without Adam Thielen at the Packers? Yeah, so um, here's the deal with with the Vikings with Adam Thielen. Um, uh, in the games that Adam Thielen has missed or been limited with an injury, here are K.J. Osborne's finishes in four games. Um, wide receiver 21, this is from Dwayne McFarland of Pro Football Focus, by the way. Wide receiver 21, wide receiver 17, wide receiver 64, wide receiver 15. So in three of the four games, K.J. Osborne has been a solid wide receiver two without Adam Thielen. I think you could fire him up as such in this game. Thielen, though, is a Packer killer. Um, so this is a big loss for Minnesota. Um, the Packers, by the way, activated Jair Alexander this week. Now, I, I I would still lean to know he's not going to play, but if he does, that does help them against Justin Jefferson. But obviously, you're playing Justin Jefferson without Adam Thielen in this matchup. You have to. Um, and the 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 uh, the Minnesota Vikings are getting Dalvin Cook back from the COVID list. He will play in this game, and you know what to do with Dalvin Cook. You fire him up as an RB one. On the other side, the Packers offensively, Joe. Yeah, this is a pretty good matchup for the Packers offensively. Um, you know about Devontae Adams. Um, you know what what uh, what these folks can do. Marquez Valdez-Scantling is off the COVID list, so he is a wide receiver three. One thing to watch here in this game, Aaron Jones was limping late in that game last week for the Packers uh, against the Browns. He was limited in practice on Wednesday. If he's not 100%, A.J. Dillon could be the lead back here on Sunday night as the Packers look to further and advance their, their quest for the number one overall seed and make sure that the NFC playoffs have to go through Lambeau. If they win this game, 
their week 18 matchup is against the Detroit Lions, and you would think they have a strong chance to win that game, and that would propel them. Well, they already are in the number one seed, but that would lock it up for them. So I don't think they're going to risk Aaron Jones if it, as a full-time back if he's not 100% in this game. A.J. Dillon, for me, as I'm talking on Thursday, is an upgrade for me here because Aaron Jones was limited in practice on Wednesday, and I think they know they have two backs who are extremely viable um, to carry the load if need be. Before we get to the Browns and the Steelers, I do want to make sure one more time to give a shout-out to the people that overcome the odds, rewrite the playbook, deliver under pressure, the MVPs of small business that lead their teams to victory all year long. Visa is proud to provide playmakers everywhere with more tools to help grow their business and help them achieve even greater success. Because the more people we can empower, the more we all win. Visa, a network working for everyone. Let's start with the Brownies, Joe. Well, it doesn't look like Kareem Hunt's going to play. It looks like another week for him. Um, He is not practicing on Thursday. Um, And given the fact that he's coming off the injury and the COVID list, the fact that he's not even getting in a limited limited, uh, practice is probably not a good sign. Nick Chubb's about to win people some leagues. He's averaged 21.3 touches and played on 65% of the snaps over the last three weeks. Nick Chubb is a locked-in, and I mean locked-in, RB1 here uh, down the stretch. Now, obviously, you know the disappointing thing for the Browns has been their passing game all year. It's been terrible. Um, Baker Mayfield threw four interceptions against the Packers. Um, Jarvis Landry is kind of a wide receiver three for me. Donovan Peoples-Jones had six targets. He caught just one of them. I don't know how you trust anybody in this passing game, quite frankly, Ross, beyond uh, Jarvis Landry at this point. We're playing for fantasy championships here. There's no speculative ads. Um, I know the Steelers have been struggling, but uh, the Browns offense has been a bad one for fantasy all year. I'm not about to change my opinion when I'm playing for a championship. Steelers, Big Ben's last stand, uh, Joe? No, well, that's what that's what he's saying. It's looking like his last home game, and, I mean, it was painful to watch him. I mean, my mom is texting me. She's like, why does – she 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 puts typos into her text uh, text she doesn't really spell all that well via text she's an english teacher so she's a great speller why does bug ben think he can still play that was my mom's analysis <laughs> of the situation so bug ben might not think he can still play and uh he's insinuating this is going to be his last home game um i mean it was hard to watch and i don't know how much of, of it is is the fault of the offensive coordinator I don't know how much of it's the fault of the offensive line. I don't know how much of it a fault of Ben Roethlisberger or Mike Tomlin. All of the above have some blame. But let me tell you something, Ross. When four foot seven, 39 pound Ray Ray McLeod is leading your team in targets um, and also is assigned to be the lead blocker on a screen to Najee Harris on third and 10, that's not good coordination of an offense. And Ray Ray McLeod's getting way too much burn here. I don't I don't understand what they see in him. Um I I would love to tell you to play Chase Claypool this week. I, I don't feel good about it. Deontay Johnson, you play every week. But I will say the absence of Pat Fryermuth, I think, has been a big thing for them. It's hurt them in the red zone. It's hurt them on third down. Bug Ben likes to throw the ball to uh to Pat Fryermuth on third down and in the red zone. Fryermuth will be back this week. He is a tight end one. And if you have Najee Harris for fantasy and you've survived this long, 
I know things do not look great. He looks like a plotter right now, but he gets all the work. He gets all the snaps. You have to play him. Have to play him is right. Great point, Joe. Great show as always. Check him out on social at FG underscore Dolan. I am at Ross Tucker NFL on social. We're at Ross Tucker pod. Of course, hopefully you guys check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. You can also always check out the highlight clips of the other shows on YouTube or at Ross Tucker pod on social. And as Joe said earlier in the show and on yesterday's episode, fantasypoints.com code 21 feast. Now I'm stuffed. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Feast podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker football podcast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109 with it by the way if what i was talking about included a deposit bonus doesn't always sometimes it does deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.